Coming up, we talk to Pete Mitchell, one of the most experienced and well-travelled media professionals that you'll like to meet. Welcome to IDCOM's Media Snack, episode 40. So today we're going to discuss uh, with Pete uh, three things, I think. The rise of the chief media officer, um, and to what extent actually marketers are going to be bringing media capabilities internally. Um, and finally, I think we'll touch on how brands are monetizing or going to be monetizing their content um, to, uh, instead of actually paying for, for media distribution. Okay. All coming up on Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. Good, so Pete Mitchell, welcome to Media Snack. Hello, Tom. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, as I mentioned in the intro, you are uh, kind of vastly experienced across having spent lots of time working for a number of different media agencies. Yep. Um, I think in Europe, the US and Asia, yep. you've held positions. And then the last two years, you've been part of the global media team at Mondelez. That's right. That's correct, yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, where, where has that led you and what kind of perspective has that given you? Obviously, being agency and then client side now. What do you think the kind of just current state of the market is? Well, the two are very different and you see both sides and they operate quite differently. Obviously, one in service and the other one in terms of its global requirements for marketing around the world. Yeah. Um, um, highly enjoyable on both sides. Uh, and I made the switch a couple of years ago to move to the client side and I'm glad I did because... Um, it's just a way, I think, of introducing the skills and what I've been doing for 20, 26 years until that point mm. uh, into a big organisation and making a difference inside it. So a global media team um, is trying to do that, working very closely with agencies in yeah. multiple markets for multiple brands in, in different um, categories uh, and uh, making that change happen from the inside, whether it's media spend, whether it's communications planning, yeah. um, and whether it's the thing you do quite a bit more of, obviously, in terms of the consultancy and auditing side yeah. as well. I've been involved in all of those. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. So, I mean, given that perspective, and this is quite a privileged perspective, quite a rare perspective to have such a kind of global and multifaceted thought on media. One of the things that we've been talking about on Media Snack a lot is this, was this recommendation that brands should be investing more in internal media resource, and specifically this idea of having a chief media officer, which you, yeah. had, you had at Mondelez, quite famously, but other brands, should other brands begin investing in these types of Well, on the report that came out recently about that, yeah, so be on yeah. topic, I'd say definitely, because look, uh, there's a lot of focus over the last well, several decades that was for clients focusing on the creative product and yeah. that what that said about their brand. And that was the focus for a lot of marketers. And then they realized actually the big bit was going on the media and the media became not just a cost, which it was perceived to be for a long time, but actually an investment. Yeah. If media is an investment, therefore it is a direct correspondence to what you get in terms of return on that investment. Yeah. And so the focus has shifted very, very much towards the large piece in terms of the, the cost yeah. being an investment to actually drive return. So doing that more in more sophisticated ways, being about audience buying, being about a digital slice of that um, being much bigger, the traditional slice of media being yeah. re relatively smaller. Uh, and working out how uh, that's working for brands. And at the same time, the media industry gets more and more and more complicated almost by the day. Um, some kind of containment or some kind of framework that allows you to manage that properly 
uh, is also very, very important. Yeah. So it's the investment. It's not cost. It's what do I get for the investment in media and what do I actually achieve for it for my yeah. brands over time? Couldn't, couldn't and agree and that is how clients perceive it. Almost, I would say, to the detriment of the creative uh, process. That's yeah. actually probably takes a little less um, uh, interest now from clients than it actually should. It's gone a little bit maybe too far the other yeah. way. So, so question for you. I mean, it, the, the, I think you know, it's totally in line with mm. um, you know, our thoughts on that. You know, we love brands who talk about media as an investment in growth rather than the kind of cost that they yep. have to manage each year. What does that require, do you think, internally? We hear from media directors, as an example, yep. or marketing directors, uh, who say you know, internally more senior stakeholders maybe they don't understand media as a value and as an investment. How, yeah. I mean, I guess you have to have a CMO and a CEO no, or CFO absolutely. who is you aligned with that thought. And, and also the senior board and then people who are head of categories as well who yeah. come from a 60-year marketing background yeah. of doing it very differently. Yeah. It's understanding that there's a difference in terms of their ROI. That's the provability of that yeah. and being able to do it with senior stakeholders in the entire matrix of big organisations. Yeah. For them to understand that the changing world means the delivery of investment into media is going to it gets framed in big organizations as cost savings if you start talking cost savings internally people start to take notice yeah. but actually what it is is an improvement in efficiency yeah. so if you can say yeah i could effectively save you 20 percent this year on what used to be your media cost yeah. what you're really saying is i can be 20 percent more efficient you spend the same amount of money i should be improving your brand metrics yeah. leading to sales leading to all the things that you care about for the same budget that you did last year yeah. in a more efficient way yeah. and that's something now as we move towards digital you can prove we yeah. we did a lot of work of that at mondelez as well with some very smart people looking at actually the roi of shifting money from tv into digital for example yeah. and it's provable constantly yeah. provable across all markets, all territories, all um, uh, categories. Yeah. Uh, and so once they start to get that, they then invest more and more money into it from yeah. what they used to traditionally put into television. Yeah. Uh, but being able to prove that internally is a lot of work. Yeah. There's a lot of stakeholders. You need someone to run that. Yeah. You need someone who gets it. It takes resource internally. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, even if the, and then you've got a budget for that. I mean, that's where having yeah. a kind of mandate from a CMO, for example, because yeah. they've got to find headcount to bring specialists, you know, good, high-caliber special media specialists yeah. into the business to be able to implement these kind of things. You do, and it gets left uh, currently a lot to brand teams yeah. rather than being a specialist within media and understanding media yeah. investment. But I think that's going to change, and I think that needs to change yeah. uh, in most of these organisations in the sort of months and years to come. Yeah. And how does that... So in a business which is building internal media capabilities, like that, as, you, as you mentioned, um, and, you've got, and you're in a business which understands media as an investment, yeah. uh, and given... You know, as you mentioned, the shift to digital and all the kind of the new technological opportunities available, direct to marketers. Um, how's that changing relationships with agency, with kind of agencies in the traditional sense? And, yeah. and do you see brands, you know, bringing more capabilities in house, not just headcount, but actually maybe taking more control over? 
If media, media is your investment, and if depends on the industry, if it's the lifeblood in terms of direct response, for example, if you're an airline, if you're a hotel chain, if you're in yeah. hospitality, it's a, it's a sales channel for you. It's incredibly important. And we've seen that happen with search marketing, for example, over the last decade, a lot of that being brought in-house within key hotel groups, like yeah. I've worked on, like, IP, uh, like IHG, for example. Yeah. They, 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 they do that because they can afford to resource that, buy the technology, and have a group of people that do it, and it's better for them to do it that way than it is to outsource that to an agency. Yeah. How much of that changes over time, I think, is going to be significant. But at the same time, the client's relationship with agencies, is media agencies in particular, is changing. Yeah. And they are faster out the blocks than other agency groups, media agencies are, and they've adapted quicker, yeah. and they have thought leadership, and they have teams that are able to deliver efficiently for demand generation or for brand, for clients, faster than the clients can do it for themselves. Yeah. How much of that investment do you want to abdicate to your agencies or how much you want to take in-house is all to do with, I think, the category and industry you're in at the moment, yeah. and then the next five years, how much of that you believe you can do more cost-effectively inter cost effectively internally, and actually whether you want to or not. Mm. That's the tension going on in these big yeah. companies at the moment. How much do you want to invest in that? Let's take video, for example. Yeah. Video is where everything's going. Video content is where everything's going. Mm -hmm. How much of that do you want to start producing yourself or yeah. how much of that do you actually want agencies to do for you? Yeah. Because there's margin involved if agencies are doing it, yeah. but there's investment involved in biting a bullet if you're going to do it yourself. Yeah. But the long-term play, um, I think will be an evolution from agency to in-house client for certain things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but certainly different agencies are going to come along as well, or different partners are going to come along. If you get into the world of content, you're dealing with a different group of people than yeah. traditionally you were in a media agency, yeah. even though they are being first to try and take on that mantle. Yeah. Um, but we get into film production, it's a different group of people than people yeah. working in a media agency, as content. it stands at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And, so we, and when we talk about like media content or content in a, in yeah. a typical sense uh, is you know self-produced uh, content which you hope will find an audience or yeah. generate attention for your brands that doesn't necessarily require paid distribution or it might require some paid distribution but yeah. it doesn't require the same types of investment perhaps yeah um, you know a lot of brands Mondelez was a good example but a lot of brands we hear now talking about the desire to monetize, eventually yes. monetize that content. Is that a, you know, do you think businesses is a genuine commercial model in that? Or is this just a way of getting new budget? No, it's embryonic. It's at the beginning. And obviously, several brands have been very, very successful at creating really good content. Uh, and there's various quotes around Red Bull, for example, who are a content company that just happened to make a drink as well. Yeah. But they've gone very much that way. I think we'll see more of that. I think the Audis and the Pepsis and the Mondelez of this world are looking at it very seriously. Yeah. Because if you produce something that's content that's out there for people to consume, and it's of value to them. Therefore, by definition, it has some value back to you as well. Yeah. How that gets monetized is still open for debate. Um, yeah. Currently, it's whether it's television rights, yeah. it's whether there's advertising you can sell on the back of that, even if it's just appearing online video or pre-roll element to it, if it's games and you're mm -hmm. taking advertising within games, which yeah. we've done work on, um, all of that actually provides a model back. Yeah, and it's, it's not unrealistic to say that a percentage of your media investment has a direct and tangible uh, commercial yeah. uh, res uh, uh, return investment to you from whatever it is and you should be able to calculate that over time and improve it over time yeah. but actually it's going to require some different business models than we've got currently in the industry yeah
So I think my summary of this really is that 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 media role now is just so complex. It's so complex, firstly, and it's so broad. If you're a you know media director or a chief media officer, whatever we call it, yeah. just the responsibility across so many different disciplines and the need to be you know such have such expertise across so many different disciplines and different parts of the business. Yeah. Um, you know, to be able to manage very senior stakeholders, to be a kind of leader and guardian of, of company investment. To understand technology, understand to understand the technology. where the media industry is at. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. It, it, you know, if you were a global media director or chief media officer uh, out there, what do you think would the, should be the priorities for people in that role? Like, when do you start to actually elevate to that kind of role? For larger clients with substantial media budgets, I think the first thing you have to look at is where you're actually spending the money yeah. now, still, in this yeah. world. And does it actually draw any kind of um, uh, similarity to the media environment you're in within that country or that market or that region? Is yeah. it actually right? Yeah. And I think that's the first thing to look at. You need to investigate that a little bit because we still have a legacy all over the world, US in particular, mm. are spending significant amounts of money on TV, print, outdoor, and so on. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying it seems to be a legacy that continues yeah. year after year yeah. with the whole work of upfronts and now digital fronts and so on yeah. to capture budget at the beginning of these budgetary periods. Yeah. Actually, it's far more complicated than that and changes join the nature of the period of that time. Mm. Um, and, and, and I think the opportunities exist to be doing more short term, for example, in some of those markets, to be planning different media channels, to be looking at it in terms of its whole of communications planning yeah. and saying, we're not actually spending the money the right way in the right um, set of priorities. Yeah. So investigate that first and where you see it, and related to your media environments, that would be the first job. Yeah. The other one is technology, and we've talked about that and yeah. how data is very, very important. But understanding which data sets you're really going to focus on, because you can't look at them all. Yeah. Seeing signal in the noise is what we talk about, and I think you've got to decide what those three signals are that you're actually yeah. going to um, optimise your business around, yeah. and what's going to drive the greatest return investment for you. And then that just internally perpetuates the idea that media is investment and not cost. Yeah. So I do those things and then really work at the people who make the key decisions, whether it's in category or whether it's at senior level in an organisation, about how budget is spent. Yeah. Um, because what you're working towards is not just increasing budget. It isn't about that. It's about improving the business. Mm. How do I get more ROI for what I'm doing at the moment? Yeah. And if I can spend 50% more but improve the business 200%, should be doing that really. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the provability internally. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of growing businesses around the world that can do that. Uh, so, yeah, it's a vast job, you're right. Mm. The priorities have to be about internal um, communications, organisations, stakeholders. Yeah. How, are you really spending money where you should be spending money? Yeah. Are you actually telling a story about how you spend that money in comms planning, which is pivotal? Yeah. And, uh, and, and start there. There's yeah. the other stuff, and technology, and the other stuff can come later. But you yeah. also need partners in your chief media officer role that specialise in those areas themselves. Yeah. A small global media team of five or six or seven people they should each have a specialist themselves in that. Yeah. And um, one of those would be datamatics, yeah, one yeah. of those would be comms planning, one of those would be yeah. e e-commerce or, yeah. or this return investment idea for the content that you produce. Yeah. Those, are the key, those are the key pillars. Yeah, brilliant. That's it for this week. Uh, thank you very much, Pete. You're welcome. Uh, we'll see you soon. And uh, thank you for watching. Have a great weekend.